0: Good day, and welcome to the Public Company CEO Experience featuring three-time CEO Evan Gappelberg, a comprehensive program designed to educate and inform the investment community around AI-powered 3D modeling and the vast potential this technology holds going forward. Additionally, we will also provide updates and progress reports on recent news and developments at nexttech3d.ai, which trades on the CSE under the ticker NTAR. OTCQX, symbol NEXCF, and Frankfurt, symbol EP2, as well as ARWAY, which also trades on the CSE under the ticker ARWY, over the counter, symbol ARWYF, and Frankfurt E65, and Toggle3D, which trades on the CSE under the ticker TGGL. I'm your host, Todd Santarelli and I'm very pleased to welcome you to our second episode where Evan and I will do a deep dive and drill down on arway.ai. Evan Gappelberg is an accomplished entrepreneur with extensive experience in creating, funding, and running pioneering startups. He has global business experience, both as a hands-on CEO and as a public company CEO. He currently serves as the CEO of Next Tech 3D AR Way and Toggle 3D. Evan attained his capital market expertise in the 1990s while working on Wall Street, funding IPOs. Notably, he was instrumental in funding Take Two Interactive, which has a market cap of approximately 20 billion US today and trades on the Nasdaq under the ticker TTWO. He started as an entrepreneur while on Wall Street, where he was co-founder and CEO of EG Products which he self-funded. While CEO, he went to China to set up manufacturing for the first LED light-up toy, which he patented, imported, and distributed globally. He secured licensing deals from Disney, Universal Studios, and others while building a retail national sales channel. He was also co-founder and CEO of an app development company, which created and published over 200 successful apps in both iTunes and Google Play stores. Evan's favorite quote is by Napoleon Hill. Whatever you can conceive and whatever you can believe, you can achieve. Joining me now is Evan Gappelberg. Evan, good morning. Welcome back and welcome to episode two. Thanks. Great
1: to be back with you.
0: So today's episode is all about AR way. But before we dive deep and sort of drill down around the model technology and the value prop as it relates to the company as an investment opportunity. Perhaps you could begin with a brief introduction and overview of the company.
1: So ARWay.ai is an AI-powered augmented reality experience platform. If we go back to 2021, I was introduced to ARWay by a mutual business acquaintance And, you know, immediately I was introduced to uh, one of the founders who at that time was 17 years old. Uh, The other founder was 21 years old. Uh, One was a sales guy and one was a coder. And they had been working on this platform for a couple of years. And they essentially had run out of runway in 2021 and when i saw what they had which you know basically was something that they they were able to demo an indoor navigation experience using augmented reality i immediately knew that this was going to be the next big thing yeah it's just one of my personal superpowers is that i'm able to identify what's going to be big versus you know just noise and so i saw arway as the next big thing and i brought it to my tech team and you know my tech team basically said to me look we're gonna have to rebuild this entire platform it's not commercial ready you know it's just a prototype at best so you know i kind of took a step back and actually after a couple of months uh the opportunity presented itself again and i decided okay you know what? Let's get this acquisition in house, and let's start building this platform, which which we did. We acquired it for a million dollars in stock back in twenty twenty one from these teenagers, and they came on board with the company with the acquisition, which I love. You know, I love this this idea that we're we're bringing more entrepreneurs into Next Tech and into Next Tech spinout, which is now AR Way. So we spent millions of dollars rebuilding essentially this augmented reality experience platform. I put a, a team of 12 developers onto uh, the platform as far as building it out. And, you know, today the platform is a very, very robust kind of a do-it-yourself augmented reality experience platform that has augmented reality indoor wayfinding capabilities, has location intelligence, so you can track visitors uh, as they move around indoors. You have uh, what's called spatials, where you can have curated tours, creating immersive AR experiences with audio, with 3D visual content and precise tour navigation. So if you think of going to a museum, you could have an entire museum tour mapped out in the ar platform and someone just scans a QR code and they're automatically directed using augmented reality navigation. And then along their route, as they're uh, moving throughout the museum, there's a tour guide uh, that's you know preloaded in their ear, on their iPods, and as they get close to a painting or a statue, uh, it just goes into, you know, experience mode. And so you'll listen to audio, you'll see augmented reality visual experiences, and, you know, it just creates this very immersive uh, environment for people in a museum. And you could take that same experience into businesses for training. And for education on college campuses, for advertising in malls, we have a number of pilot programs for uh, major malls that are using this for not just navigation, but also for advertising. So the platform is very, very exciting. I see it as the next generation experience platform where, you know, your phone is kind of your current experience platform where you're seeing, you know, I don't know, Instagram, TikTok, li- LinkedIn, you know, all your social. Plus, you got your weather. Plus, you got your email. It's this all-in-one device. Well, what's about to happen, Todd, is that all-in-one device is no longer going to exist. Everything's going to migrate. They're going to migrate to augmented reality, computer vision glasses. And that is what ARWay is really purpose-built for. It works fine. It works flawlessly with the phone. But it's really, really works uh, on a whole nother level with the glasses. And, and that's what I'm actually most excited
0: about. So it's very interesting that you've brought up museums as a use case scenario. Why don't we take this opportunity for you to talk a little bit more about your total addressable markets and some of the numbers and your expectations moving forward.
1: To be honest, Todd, it's it's eye popping. You know, we we see trillions of dollars up for grabs. Remember I mentioned advertising. I mentioned indoor navigation. So think of it like this. Google essentially owns outdoor navigation and you know, they've monetized that in so many different ways, but nobody owns the indoor navigation market. We plan to own that market with the AR way platform. And it's not just navigation. That's that's where, you know, it becomes really interesting is that once you're in our platform, it's a spatial computing platform, which means that the space around you, the air essentially becomes digitized, becomes 3D. The air becomes alive and we're able to monetize the airspace by having advertising that literally floats in the air. And that is game-changing technology. You know, there's a bunch of movies that have kind of shown glimpses of this reality, but it is coming and we're able to to actually do this today. We have a tremendous amount of momentum building in our business. Recently, we just announced $1.4 million worth of pipeline of deals and we just launched you know this year in you know in the beginning of the year and we're just just getting started so the addressable market is just massive i mean again it's advertising it's tours it's coupons it's gamification all that in one experiential platform the arway platform which you know has a lot of this stuff built in as templates but the business model Todd is that if you have an app we give you our SDK and you just integrate our technology into your app so you could either use our app if you don't have an app that's fine we have you know white label um, app capabilities and it works on both iOS and Android but if you have your own app, you know, think of like Disney, they have millions and uh, tens of millions of visitors that go into their app each year. That app can just integrate our SDK and like magic, they all of a sudden have the AR way features and functionality built into their app. And that could extend to, you know, the millions of apps that are out there so that no matter what app you use, you have the same augmented reality Experience with the ARWA platform.
0: Okay, so integration opportunities, obviously, immense markets there. So the way this works, then Evan, is the end user through the app in connection with some kind of a device. The glasses, the headset, et cetera, can experience this augmented reality or enter this experience and monetization on your side, as well as potentially your customers comes by way of at least one revenue stream by way of advertising. Is that, is that fairly accurate?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you basically, you know, you walk into, um, you know, a museum with, let's say you're wearing the computer glasses or your phone and you literally just scan a QR code and you're in the experience begins you know you have a menu that pops up so let's say you're in the louvre you want to go see the mona lisa you click on that button and there all of a sudden there's an augmented reality i call it the yellow brick road because it's basically an overlay on top of the floor of this pathway that you know in augmented reality that you would follow and then you know along the way you're you you have the audios and And videos, and it's just this incredible immersive experience. And again, if let's say there's a restaurant that's paying for some ad advertising in that experience, you might see a 25% off for some restaurant for dinner or what have you. So yeah, that's how the platform works. But that's only, you know, like that's the consumer facing side of it. There's also the enterprise or the B2B side where Mm -hmm you know, we have major corporations like Phil Morris that want to use this in warehouse operations for more efficiency. So instead of it being a path to the Mona Lisa, this is more like a path to a product in a warehouse with this whole immersive experience so that, you know, workers can be more productive.
0: Yeah, let's focus in on the enterprise side for a few minutes here. You mentioned your pipeline. Talk to us a little bit more about some of the customers that you're working with now. And maybe if you're running some pilot programs, maybe you could give us an example of one of those.
1: Yeah, so Tanger Outlet Malls is one of them. Uh, Verizon is another one. The Canadian Military is another. As I mentioned, Philip Morris, uh, Shell Oil. There's dozens. And they all have specific use cases. They're all different but they all want the same solution. They want more productivity. That's the bottom line. And that's actually the same theme that's playing out with AI is, you know, AI equals productivity, right? And so this platform really turns the space that we walk in every day into a spatial computer. So, you know, if you just think about that, just everything's at your fingertips all the time. It just makes you more productive along your route, And, you know, if you're not in your phone, if you're on the glasses, you have your computer glasses on and you're you're talking to your computer and asking it questions. You know, it's like having Siri with you at all times only, you know, it'd be like a souped up AR, AI Siri.
0: Now, on the enterprise side, are these customized solutions or are they more like turnkey kind of place?
1: So they all require some customization. The way the SDK works is that you get the templates and then you just customize it, which means you could change the colors, you could change the designs a little bit. You know, you don't need any custom coding, but if you did want to, you could. But really it's an out-of-the-box solution. You just can plug it in and go. In fact, you know, you can get up and going within, you know, an hour. We just load a floor plan into the platform. Our AI creates a a spatial digital twin of that floor plan, and that's proprietary technology that we're talking about. And like magic, you print the QR codes, you go on site, you scan the QR codes, and you're in the experience. It's really that simple. I know it sounds magical, and it sounds mysterious. It is. It's game-changing technology, and you know we filed a, a whole bunch of patents. We're actually about to file a whole bunch more.
0: Okay, so the company is certainly now well positioned, or at least well poised, in terms of IP. Yeah. So as we look at some of the larger deals, and we're trying to focus now a little bit on revenue in the near to midterm, and I know it's it's very early. Stages here, but what are you seeing in terms of your your sales cycle? And also, if you can, without sort of disclosing anything, can you talk to us a little bit about average deal size?
1: The average deal size is around a quarter of a million dollars, and they're going to be 12 months to 36 months. So that's a quarter of a million a year. So it could end up being a $750,000 deal over three years. And that's actually the base level price, meaning that's just for the turnkey platform. If you want customization, if you want the ads, it, it's going to cost a bit more. And so th- these are significant contracts and, and these are you know, typically not going to be just for one year. As far as 2023 goes, we really... Um, just got into market really, uh, you know, in, in the beginning of 2023. We've gone through a whole bunch of pilots. Uh, we've been building the tech and really strengthening um, the the backbone of the tech. And so, I think in the second half of 2023, which we're entering now, we're going to close a bunch of these deals. When I say a bunch, I don't know three to six. Um, of these deals, and as we roll into 2024, I think things can accelerate quite dramatically. Where you know you could see 20 or 30 deals uh, come in, mm-hmm. and you know it could even be much, much more significant. But it's hard for me to tell from these. You know, just it's so early. But the thing that's going to change. And maybe you know we could have another discussion after June 5th, when Apple releases their computer vision uh, glasses. They're, they're coming out with a pair at uh, the the Worldwide Developer Conference. At least it's widely rumored that they're launching the first ever Apple glasses, which is a huge, huge deal. Not just for next tech, not just for AR way, but for the entire industry. And so that's expected to happen. And when that happens, I believe that our phone is going to start to ring off the hook because when you put on those glasses, Todd, you want an experience. Not everyone wants a gaming experience, although that's majority of what's gonna be available in the glasses. We're going to be the enterprise solution, that indoor wayfinding, advertising, curated tour solution that nobody else has on the market. So when you put on those glasses, like I said, there's going to be demand for software. And that's what AR Way represents. It's almost, not quite, but almost like an operating system.
0: So Evan, do you feel... The investment community understands this company, the model here, and and the potential going forward.
1: No, no. I think that, you know, look, in the early days, it's very hard to get the attention of uh, investors because, you know, we don't have really any revenue to show. We don't really have the deals to show. So, you know, this is what's called a show me stock a show me investment. Show me, right? So that's, that's where the opportunity is, is that, you know, we're having this conversation. I'm kind of giving you um, some insights into what's happening at the company. Um, And from my perspective, this is an inevitability. This is going to be a very big company, Um, probably going to be, you know, an acquisition target at some point. Just because the demand for this type of a platform is going to um, skyrocket, in my opinion, starting June
0: 5th. And, you know, to that end, where do you see the institutional interest coming in?
1: So the way I look at it is um, we're gearing up for that. We're not quite there yet. Uh, But I think as we roll into 2024, there's a chance that, you know, dependent upon where the share price is, dependent upon where our business is, that we, we, you know, uplist to NASDAQ uh, exchange, which is where this type of a technology company belongs. And we get uh, the institutional sponsorship that that we want to have that this this kind of a stock and company should have, so it's really just about progression. Todd, at this point, we're under the radar. We're a show me stock, you know, micro cap. Uh, by you know the end of the year, we should have moved up the ladder, and you know become uh, you know more of a mid cap, mid micro, mid-micro. and then. As we roll into 2024, uh, I feel like that's when the, the timing is going to be right to, to uplist and, and get that institutional sponsorship you were talking about.
0: So briefly in closing, let's recap here. Why should investors place AR way on the radar screen now? And what are some of the milestones we can use to track the progress of this company going forward?
1: Well, there's a couple of things, uh, Todd. Um, number one, you know, you always want to know who the jockey is. So as CEO, I have a track record of successful uh, public company investments. Before I was CEO, I used to buy large positions in, in companies that were public, um, and, you know, managed hedge funds. And back uh, in na- the 1990s, I took Take-Two Interactive Public, TTWO. And we raised six and a half million dollars at a $30 million valuation. That company has a $20 billion valuation today, and they're really the pioneers in the gaming industry. So, you know, my track record goes back 25 years. Today, when I look at ARWay, it's the next uh, transformational uh, platform. And, you know, really all of the businesses that we're in. Our transformational businesses, whether it's Next Tech uh, making 3D models for Amazon, whether it's ARway uh, having this uh, augmented reality experience platform at exactly the time when Apple is launching their computer vision glasses, which has been anticipated really for the last five years. And so the timing is now. You get in now you're able to take a position and as the company develops, meaning signs deals, files more patents increases, uh, its moat around its technology uplists. You're, I think going to find that, you know, this is like that one in a lifetime type of investment, uh, opportunity and, you know, it's not just about AR way. It's about the Apple event that's happening, June 5th. It's about yesterday's news where Meta, Zuckerberg's company, announced that they're in talks with Magic Leap, which is another augmented reality glasses company. And they're talking about making a multi-billion dollar investment. You have Microsoft and HoloLens, uh, where they've made a uh, multi-billion dollar investment in their glasses. You have Qualcomm and Snapchat, and there's all the big boys are jockeying for position in this glasses market. So it's not, you know, it's not like you're investing in this micro cap and you know, they're just trying to develop an entire market. No, the market's being developed by the big boys with the deep pockets. We're bringing to that market, to that ecosystem, a very, very valuable piece. That's the story here.
0: Evan, always a pleasure. I look forward to catching up with you on episode three.
1: Thank you, Todd.
0: Don't miss our next episode. The Public Company CEO Experience featuring three-time CEO Evan Gappelberg is available on our website, as well as your favorite podcast platform, and follow us on social for alerts and updates as new episodes go live. Thank you for joining us today. We look forward to welcoming you back on our next episode.